The Perfect Stress Podcast does not provide medical or nutritional advice, nor is it a substitute for medical or nutritional advice, and is not intended for the prevention, cure, or mitigation of any medical condition or disease. This podcast provides information only. Please consult a physician or nutritionist for advice. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Perfect Stress Podcast where we walk that fine line between being productive and overdoing it and triggering stress-related symptoms. I'm Adam Darrow, your host and founder of MyStressAlarm.com. So this week I wanted to talk about your stress threshold, okay? So in chronic stress monitoring, your, your threshold is that stress level when you generally become symptomatic. Now, you may have different symptoms. So for me, I have ulcerative colitis. Um, I also have high blood pressure and I have vitiligo as well on my hands, but I don't know if that's really, it's there. It's already there. It's not spreading. It came on fast around 20 years ago and then suddenly stopped spreading just as fast as it started. Um, maybe a couple tiny spots on my arms over the last 20 years. But anyway, kind of difficult to know if that, if it has anything to do with stress. So that symptom, I don't, I don't think it's worth monitoring. By the way, for anyone who has vitiligo, there is a new class of, or a new drug coming out soon. It's called a JAK inhibitor, spelled J-A-K. I believe it's originally for rheumatoid arthritis. You can look it up, but um, it's been shown to revitalize pigmentation in the skin. And it works very well with very few side effects. Um, it's the biggest breakthrough in terms of treating vitiligo in like forever. Um, I don't know if you remember, but Michael Jackson had vitiligo. I think he said that he used skin tone products to, to lighten his skin, to, to, uh, kind of cover up the vitiligo or to kind of blend in. Some say he bleached his skin, but that's never been confirmed. Um, but it is a very disfiguring disease. Uh, there's no pain physically, but it's very disfiguring, uh, especially if you get patches on your face, which thankfully has not happened to me. And of course, if your natural skin tone is darker, it's going to stand out more. So these JAK inhibitors could be a godsend and uh, should be coming out in the next year or so. But anyway, I digress. And the bottom line is that it's one potential symptom of stress because it is considered an autoimmune disorder, but very hard to monitor that particular potential symptom of stress. But what I wanted to talk about today is that your body talks to you in different ways, right? And I brought this up before. If you have a digestive disorder like I do, uh, it's very easy to get it twisted between cause and effect because you start thinking, you know, what is it about my diet that's triggering this? You naturally automatically think diet. And to make it more complicated, while you're in a flare, whether it's IBS, uh, irritable bowel syndrome, not to be confused with IBD, which is inflammatory bowel disease, um, 
of which uh, ulcerative colitis and Crohn's disease are the main diseases there. Um, but while you're in a flare, there are certain foods that can exacerbate the symptoms, but wouldn't necessarily trigger the flare in the first place. And I talk about this in detail in episode two, Overlooking Stress as a Trigger of Health Issues. It's a really good episode if you if you ever have digestive issues. But anyway, and, and of course, I was guilty of this too, jumping to the conclusion that, you know, it must be something in my diet. But over time, it turned out that it was really stress as far as the trigger. Um, and that's half the battle. You know, just acknowledging, you know, what what the trigger or the main trigger is, in my case, probably the sole trigger. And that's why I'm not flaring up right now, because my chronic stress is under control. However, and this leads into what I, you know, wanted to talk about today, because this is very important. This is perhaps one of the most important episodes I've done so far, because remember, I mentioned in the beginning that I also have high blood pressure. Now, it's not through the roof. Lately, I think it's been averaging in the high 130s, uh, uh, the uh, systolic, the, the the top number. Although it can get as high as in the 150s, typically in the morning, in the afternoon, I, I typically have better readings. Which So I probably would have been either pre-hypertension or stage 1, but now I'm probably stage 2, technically. Not because my blood pressure is worse now. In fact, it's it's probably better now than it was 10 years ago, but because they've lowered the bar. But I believe it's more stress-related because mainly the systolic is higher, not, not so much the diastolic. And again, the systolic, just so you understand, is the pressure your heart pumps blood out to the body versus the, the pressure the blood comes back to the heart. And... The systolic is more associated with stress, and I believe my doctor has also hinted that it may be stress-related, and, you know, I should try meditation. Um, He was willing to even uh, prescribe some anxiety meds, you know, if I wanted to go down that route. And I'm actually right now uh, doing a deep dive into meditation. It's something that, you know, I've thought about before, but it's just something that I never really got into. Number one, because it's it's not that easy to do. And if you're busy, it's just really hard to fit into your schedule. Even three minutes a day, it's kind of hard. You know, we talk about behavior change and, um, you know, and how how difficult that is and and competing uh, priorities and, 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 and all that kind of sort of stuff. But um, I'm at the point now where most of the setup work on the my stress alarm app is done. My talking points and my positions are well thought out on certain things. And, um, you know, I'm slowly transitioning more into growth mode rather than setup mode. But anyway, I'll, I'll talk about that in a little bit. But um, so I, I am focusing more on the meditation piece. I'll, I'll also be exercising more. I'm really wanting to get back into the exercising. I got my under desk bike right at at the foot of my bed and uh, I'm ready to go with the tiny habits method, BJ Fogg. If you haven't, uh, you know, heard about the tiny habits method, it's really a great way to start to build behavior change into your uh, routine. I know I'm jumping all over the place, but um, 
and and I have no affiliation with 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 this, but there's a book, Tiny Habits of Small Changes That Change Everything. It's really good. In fact, the My Stress Alarm app actually follows this Tiny Habits method. When I was creating the chronic stress monitoring system, I had never heard of Tiny Habits, but in hindsight, it actually does use that method. Uh, but anyway, I'll be focusing a lot more on meditation and um, and diving into that more in future episodes for sure as I learn more. Uh, you know, but there are a lot of questions that I had about it. I've been critical in the past as to the research and, and not really, you know, having conclusive evidence as to what the benefits are, how often you need to do it, what forms of meditation you should do. But um, I think in, in some ways I've been going about it wrong. But as I learn more, I want to pass all that uh, information on to you. So more to come on that for sure. But here's the thing. My ulcerative colitis is undoubtedly triggered by stress. And, you know, I've had that under control for many years now without meds. And yet I feel I have a ways to go to really control my blood pressure holistically. You know, if I want to be honest with myself. And so that suggests that my threshold for stress is different, is lower for blood pressure than for than for ulcerative colitis. The amount of stress, the stress level is lower uh, or, or only needs to be at a certain level to trigger the, to, uh, the higher blood pressure, whereas it needs to be higher to trigger the ulcerative colitis. At least that's my theory. And so what I'm getting at is that you can have multiple thresholds for stress depending on the symptoms. I originally worked on chronic stress monitoring specifically to control my ulcerative colitis. But now I realize that you probably shouldn't lump all your symptoms together. Now, the My Stress Alarm app, which, which by the way, we now uh, uh, we're, we're at the stage where we're wrapping the app, what you call wrapping the app. So it can be downloaded from the App Store. There's all it, It's not on the App Store yet, but um, we already have an account set up on the App Store. It's already been approved. And so we're progressing along, and hopefully it won't be much longer. And, of course, the app is available on the website, mystressalarm.com, but the mobile app version is going to be much, much, much better. Um, but if you think you could benefit from chronic stress monitoring, I wouldn't wait. I'd go ahead and sign up on the on the mystressalarm.com website and get started building up your data because when we do switch over, to the mobile app, all your data will still be there because it's the same backend system, okay? But anyway, um, currently the My Stress Alarm app does lump all your systems together, which is not so bad in the sense that um, it'll give you the bottom threshold, the floor, because you want to control all your symptoms, right? So not sure we'll ever make a change there as far as, you know, not lumping all your symptoms together. But the reason why I wanted to talk about this idea of having multiple thresholds is because if you're not tracking all your symptoms, you could have a false sense of security. So let's say you're you're like me and you have ulcerative colitis, okay? You could be patting yourself on the back saying, hey, my symptoms are under control. I turned things around. I beat this thing. Perhaps you don't have to take meds any, anymore for it. congratulating yourself. 
but then you haven't been tracking your blood pressure, for example. Now, blood pressure specifically is a tricky one. Typically, when you hear someone in the medical community, a doctor, a nurse, what have you, talk about high blood pressure, they talk about it in terms of it being a condition that doesn't necessarily have symptoms associated with it, okay, which is true. I like to think of it as it being a symptom in and of itself or a potential symptom of chronic stress, meaning stress can trigger the high blood pressure. Not to say that stress is the only factor by any means, but certainly I don't think uh, I'll get any argument that it doesn't help matters any. You know what I mean? Now, I do want to remind you that I'm not a doctor. I don't provide medical advice. You should always uh, go to your doctor, and if your blood pressure is high, have that conversation with your doctor uh, because your doctor is going to have more specific data about you and more experience in terms of what can help you to control it and what the best course of action might be. Most doctors, I don't think, are going to be against taking a holistic you know, route uh, initially to try to uh, you know, deal with the blood pressure, whether that be exercising, controlling the amount of sodium intake, um, maybe stress, uh, stress management, those kinds of things. I don't think, you know, any doctor is going to be against that. It does require behavior change though, which again is very difficult. I've talked about this before. And that's why I think the My Stress Alarm app is, is really good for behavior change because it is reactive stress management, not proactive. It's much easier than proactive and could lead or put you in a better position to become more proactive. But anyway, so with that, I'm done giving my two cents for this week. I really do value your your feedback, so uh, please feel free to post a comment on the Perfect Stress Facebook page. I'm always available. Uh, you can email me directly at adam at perfectstresscoaching.com. Well, that, that's it for this week. Please stay safe. Wishing you good health and success. And as always, thank you very much for listening. If you have an autoimmune disorder, heartburn, tension headaches, irritable bowel syndrome, high blood pressure, depression, or something else you think is stress-related, please try MyStressAlarm.com today. It's free for a limited time, there's no wearables or sensors needed, and it takes just one minute a day if you're slow. That's MyStressAlarm.com. Anyway, thank you very much for tuning in, and if you'd like to get new episodes automatically, just click subscribe. Also, I'd be much obliged if you left a review or comment. Well, until next time, wishing you good health and success. And remember, stress less to be your best.